This is Rhema for Today. In helping others, friends, not only as ministers in the pulpit ministry, but we as individuals, you know, in talking with others. Let's tell folks what the Bible said. That's the best way in the world to help people, is give them what God's Word said. Not what some man said, that's unimportant. Man can be wrong, but God cannot be wrong. God can't fail. I've proved it over and over again, praise God, that that's the most important thing there is, is to give people what God's Word says. I don't care where they are in life. I don't care what's happened to them. Find out what God's Word says about the subject, and that'll change things. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Mountain Moving Faith, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Paul said, preach the word. See, faith, faith comes by hearing the word. Hallelujah. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is built on facts, based on facts, the facts of God's word. Unbelief is founded on theories. That's the reason our churches are so full of unbelief. They've heard so much theory. The, the ministry has thrived on a psychology of unbelief. And the poor dear church members are not to blame. They're just a product of what they've heard. Amen. You might as well say amen. It's so anyhow. Whether you're a preacher or a leader. And the ministry has, has thrived on a psychology of unbelief. Faith, let me say it again, is based on facts. Unbelief is based on theories. Now you won't find this definition in the dictionary, but I'll give you my definition of a theory. A theory is a supposition established upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. Amen. You want me to give you that again? A theory is a supposition established upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. You can see from this minister, I'll tell you about his sermon, it was all theory. It was because that it was established upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. Preach the word. Hallelujah. In helping others, friends, not only as ministers in the pulpit ministry, but we as individuals, you know, in talking with others. Let's tell folks what the Bible said. That's the best way in the world to help people, is give them what God's Word said. Not what some man said. That's unimportant. Man can be wrong. But God cannot be wrong. God can't fail. I've proved it over and over again. Praise God that that's the most important thing there is, is to give people what God's Word says. I don't care where they are in life. I don't care what's happened to them. Find out what God's Word says about the subject, and that'll change things. I remember one time my wife and I were preaching in another state, far removed from Missouri. And uh, we had been in this uh, 
part of the country for a long while, over a period of two or three years, back and forth, you know, actually spent 15 months in this one state, preaching for a certain full gospel denomination. And uh, so we were back in the area in the process of time preaching again, and the man who was the uh, head of this particular state of this full gospel denomination. He'd lived his life out. He wasn't a real old man, but he'd put a lot of mileage on through the years. And he passed away, went home to be with the Lord. Well, we were preaching just what we called a weekend revival for that denomination. We were on our way to another state to preach a meeting for another full gospel denomination. But we were preaching on Friday night and Saturday morning and Saturday night, Sunday morning and Saturday, Sunday night in one of their churches. So it was on this Saturday night service. After the service over, this pastor came to me and said, just got a telephone call a while ago, brother so-and-so just passed away. So my wife and I on Monday, before we went over to another state to start a meeting on Tuesday night, we, uh, we went by to see her. Now she was much younger than he, and, uh, and so uh, of course she was greatly overly wrought because of uh, him passing away. And here, were, here, here was a man, you see, that was the head of his denomination in the state, state leader. And, uh, of course, the preachers from out the, from, from out the state were coming in, the preachers. Why, all these people are Christian people, born-again, spirit-filled people. And I get so mad sometimes, I don't know whether it's my righteous indignation or whether I just plain get mad about it, at people letting the devil, playing in the hand of the devil instead of helping people. This dear woman was just practically in hysterics. Everybody come along. Here'd come a preacher. Well, what are we going to do without him? Well, I know they're going to miss him, but after all, he isn't God, you know. I mean, uh, God's not dead, praise the Lord, you know. Well, they would just get her all worked up until she'd almost go into hysterics. Well, when I got there, I just took her by the hand and led her into the living room and set her down on the couch and opened the Bible and began to read to her. I said, now, he lived his life out and went home. He didn't suffer. He just laid out in bed at nighttime and quit breathing. Praise God. Amen. He didn't suffer, you see, and go through a lot. It's time for him to go home. It's sort of like I said, the, 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 the old folks of the Old Testament. God said to Israel, I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. The number of your days you will fulfill. And you'll read the count, some of them, they knew it's time to go. So, you know, like old Jacob or Israel, he laid his hands on his sons and blessed them, gathered his feet up in the bed and died, gave up the ghost. Praise God. So I said, this man lived his life out. Gathered his feet up in the bed and gave up the ghost and was gathered unto his fathers. Now, where did he go? And so we read from the New Testament where Paul had said, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain, 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 gain. Now, I said, of course, you feel your loss, but don't be selfish about this now. And you don't notice nearly all the tears people shed are selfish tears. Poor old me, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, forget about you. Think about him. I know you feel your loss. Really, you're not crying about him. You know where he went. I said, he's gained. Now, for instance, I say, for instance, you've got a son off in another state. He writes a letter home to you and, and his dad. He's still alive. Writes a letter home to him and says, uh, well, I want you all to pray for me. You know, the company just offered me a $10,000 raise, and they're going to furnish me a $100,000 home. All bills paid. And I said, you wouldn't get up in church and cry. I said, I tell you, I want y'all to pray for my son. I just want y'all to pray for him. I'll tell you, know whether I'm standing or not. No, you see what he's gained. You're happy for him. You'll be rejoicing about it. I said, think about your husband. What has he gained? I'll tell you, she got the shout. Glory to God, her face lit up, you know. 
and the burden rolled away and she dried up her selfish tears. Yeah, that's where he's going. That's what the Bible said. Sure, I know that, brother. I know that. I was in the ministry with my husband for many years, you know. Yes, I know that. Well, she's just happy as she could be. Just as happy. In fact, she just, just started humming a song, you know. Got up and got busy, straightened up some things in her face, just light and bright, you know, just like she's floating around on air, you know, singing a song. She's happy. And here comes some more unbelieving preachers. Somebody said, there comes Brother So-and-so. He's pastor of a church down in a certain place. And so she went to meet them. And here they come. Time they hit the porch. They're all just a hollering and screaming and crying at the top of their voice and a hugging her. What in the world are we going to do now? And they got her back to crying again. Got her back just almost in hysteria, just almost out of her head. And I had to take her the second time, lead her away from the unbelievers. I know why Jesus done that sometimes. Put people out. And put her back and set her down on the couch in the living room. Said, now, wait just a minute. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. You've got your mind back on yourself. Did you notice what these preachers said? What are we going to do? See, I said, you're all feeling sorry for yourself. I know I'm not being hard about it. I'm just being biblical about it. You're thinking about yourself. The preachers think about, what are we going to do without him? We'll never make it without him. I said, well, actually, we ought to be dependent on the Lord. Not him. I know he's a great man and a good man and a fine man. I preach for many months for him. He set up the meetings in his churches. And I said, I appreciate him highly. But I'm rejoicing in the fact I feel the loss, but I'm rejoicing in that he's gone home. To die is gain. And then I took her again to Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, where Paul said there in the sixth, seventh, and eighth verses, for while we know that we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk the faith not beside. In the eighth verse, we're willing and confident rather therefore to be absent, confident and willing rather therefore to be absent from the body. Now I said, you look at the house he lived in, that's not him. He's present with the Lord. Hallelujah. That's where he is. Alive and conscious with all the faculties that he ever had. Conscious faculties that he ever had. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you, her face lit up, she dried up her tears, and she's just, just happy again. And for a while, that went along, and then here comes some more unbelieving preachers. Got her crying again. And I had to take her again, set her down, go over the scriptures with her. And then we had to go, because she understood that, being in the ministry, we've got to get there. And so, I know, we went on to our meeting. And, uh, and so then they, they had the funeral down in another part of their state, and the very day of the funeral, she called me along. They said, Brother Hagin said, could I talk to you? He said, you know, you're the only one that helps me. I know the other people are concerned. I, I realize that. And I know they all loved, you know, her husband and all that. But she said, I don't, I don't, they don't help me. I mean, I mean, they, they pull me down and, and sap what little strength I do have, spiritual strength, you know, and faith. And said, said, uh, just, just tell me again. <laughs> I know it's all in there. And so I, she's paying for the bill. I just took the time to talk to them. About 30 minutes to her. Praise God. And I'll tell you, she's just a shouting on the other end of the line. Woo! Glory to God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with three CDs from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. And the mini book from Kenneth E. Hagan, 
How to Turn Your Faith Loose. All this for the special price of $28. That's $19.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're going to get to start our traveling schedule again. So we happy. we have been we haven't traveled since uh, no, since, since March since March first yes. of March. Yes, yes. And we're going to be in Warsaw, Indiana, with the Living Faith Crusade, August sixteenth. That's Sunday night mm-hmm. through the eighteenth, which is Tuesday night. Yes. At the New Life Christian Church and World Outreach with Pastor John and Deborah Lowe. Uh, times and locations, uh, you can go to rhema.org, find out yes. all the information about yes. it. Then and we're, then we're going to go over to Virginia, Illinois. Yeah, actually the church is address Virginia, but I, if I understand it correctly, it's on the, it's on the road between Beardstown and Virginia. Okay. It, 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 that's where the church is at. It's uh, it's Life Family Church, pastored by Brandon and Pamela Thompson. That's uh, August I, the 19th through the 21st. Yeah, that's Wednesday yes. night through Friday night. Yes. And of course, Brandon and Pamela, we consider our kids in that's the Lord. Right. They travel they with us on the road. Us. They work for us. And we, we're so excited about going mm-hmm. to be there with them. Hey, if you're anywhere in the area, come on out and be with us, okay? Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.